0: You have I a white girl moment <laughs> I really did. Oh, what the and so back? the thing is, <laughs> Jesus I came home with a bag full of raw juice, all the little uh, shots and juices and whatnot. And Tatiana looking into it, and she's like, "Is this a bullet? Why is there a bullet in here?" And if you ain't fucking with this podcast, and you're just a bitch ass trick. <laughs> Welcome back to another episode of save it for the Pod, episode number sixty. Huh? what it do? Got the homie Phil on the pod. It's just me and Phil, the Chocolate Squad holding it down. No, uh, no Luke, no AJ on this pod. AJ traveling, but he will definitely be back next pod. But as you see, I'm wearing the champ belt because Phil, he too modest, he don't want to wear it. So I gotta do a little bit of braggadocious type shit for him, and I'm a, I'm a, I'm a sport it. And I told Phil we got to get it engraved because right now it just says Komodo Kickboxing Tournament Champion. So we got to get Phil Bickart on there. I didn't mean to put your government out <laughs> there. So you my did. bad, my bad, my bad.
1: You the ops, but This all good. And I probably <laughs> won't do that because like, um, it's only one tournament and I appreciate the win, but I feel like I haven't done enough. And people at the gym be like, oh, what's up, champ? And yeah. I'm like, yeah, don't call me that. It's weird. So you know, goal is to get into another one. I think they have another tournament coming up for that same gym. I'll probably enter that, but also do yeah. one or two more for two or more different gyms. That's the
0: goal. So we'll see. Got you. So how how you been this week? I've been good, man. What's this episode sixty? Yes, episode number sixty. I don't know any famous sixties. Don't ask me because they definitely going all be offensive linemen. So
1: I do. the uh, The most famous sixty is Nipsey. <laughs> how so?
0: He's a rolling. He's a rolling sixty. Crip. <laughs> oh, well, I ain't about that gang life. So, <laughs> just, but, I'll I'll other, know.
1: but other than that, um, it's Chuck Bennett Bennett Bennett. Ben- I can't pronounce his last name, but he's a famous Eagles lineman.
0: Oh okay. Um,
1: yeah. But other than that, I had to get that
0: off. But um, you said that this week you you injured your hand. How did that happen?
1: Yeah, man. So I was playing. I came out of retirement, so I haven't played basketball in about a year and a half. Um, just cause just haven't been in the mood to play it because I've been training so much. So recently, I've been doing a lot of cardio before I lift weights. So I got to the gym like two hours early before I needed to go to the gym. And uh, went on the courts. Courts was empty, so I was like, oh, it's nice. Let me go shoot around. Yeah. Course, I'm shooting around, just testing out the jumper, see what the jumper's like. It's looking good. And you know, people just stumble in on the court. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they like, oh, you trying to run five? I'm like, I run one. <laughs> you know, just come out of retirement. I had on like looking like the old dude in the gym. like. But well, you
0: know you can't do that, bro. Once you step, court or step foot on the court, and niggas ask you, Oh, you trying to run five, it, it, or it's never just gonna be one game.
1: I know, but the, in my mind, I was like, Oh, I'll play light because I had on l I had on jogging pants, yeah, a long sleeve shirt tucked in and some <laughs> running shoes. So I'm like, oh, I'm gonna play light. Like I look like the old dude at the gym.
0: Yeah. And Yeah, you ain't have no ankle supports, you know better, bro. Nah, I had
1: some low 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 tops. But all I did was run, come off the screen and shoot jumpers. So my first game like, broke a decent sweat. Like, defense, I didn't have to play too hard because my man wasn't that active. And so, literally, all I did was come off screens and make threes. I shot, yeah. probably shot, like, 60% in a game of 16, had 10 points plus the game winner. Okay. So, I was hooping. Second game, we get, like, another young, like, young, wild athletic team. And the dude I'm guarding, like, they just run up and down the court. So, I went for a steal, and Buddy just blew through my hand. Like, yeah. And I'm like, like, my finger, my pointer finger, went all the way back to my wrist so i thought i instantly i thought i broke it because it felt like i broke it that was it was so painful bro and um it was swollen on the inside of my hand on the outside of my hand i couldn't um separate my two fingers so i was like all right well that there goes my hand it's probably a hairline fracture but i iced it and wrapped it for the last couple days and it's back to normal got mobility but it's still kind of tender to the touch yeah but i'll be back i'll be back at the gym on monday though
0: Damn, bro, we we getting old. Like we can't yo, we can't run with these young bulls no more, bro. I'm out here getting dunked on. You out here fracturing fingers and whatnot. It might be time for both of us to hang it up, bro.
1: I'm not gonna hang it up. I'm gonna just play with people my age. From like that yeah. was like my I can't I can't play with these young dudes no more. Not only do they not play organized basketball like how I like to play with like yeah. people our age, because we set screens mm-hmm. and we run like we cut. They
0: just. Dumb athletics, all they do is run, yeah. and all they do is argue the whole time. Oh, yeah. That's the worst about playing pickup, and that's why I don't really play anymore is because 90% of the time is spent arguing on whether it's a foul, whether it's out of bounds, oh, let's shoot for it. No, we're not shooting for it. Like, that's all pickup is anymore.
1: Bro, that's all. Like, the dude that started on our team, he didn't get the first call and walked out the gym. So we had <laughs> he to pick his up. ball with him? Uh, nah, we just had to pick up a random dude. And yeah. I'm like, bro, we just won, and, like, it was it was crazy, bro. Like niggas just sensitive, and like all the young dudes just like, I don't know why y'all trying to get a call. We gonna win anyways. And yeah. I'm like, I'm just out here for cardio. Bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I was like, all right, at that point, because one of them niggas stepped to me now, I'm I'm really kick you in your shit. So.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you got you got uh registered weapons. Yeah, you can uh, get uh, sued for that if not ain't if
1: registered. <laughs> I probably will never get them registered. <laughs> so I
0: just keep training, and don't get a belt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but not for me this week. Things are finally slowing down, so it felt good. I, I was off of work Thursday, Friday, but I was sick on Wednesday, so I had to take sick time. But it was a nice mental relaxation, but it did get a little bit stressful because I all it's like all this wedding stuff that we've been planning for the past year, for real, for real. I mean, it's been way more than a year, but for real, for real, it's been a year, and it's just like everything's happening at once. I mean, yeah, we're like, what – A little over two months away from the wedding but it's just like payments and then tatiana's car uh she had to get new brakes she needs to get new tires we just got an oil change so it's just like all these payments hitting at once and like all this communication happening at once between me tatiana the wedding planner me tatiana these vendors me tatiana the the officiant of the wedding it's just like it's a it's a lot but i could
1: imagine uh I, that's low key why I don't want to get married. Yeah, I want to do that part. But um, I was talking to Danny and we were if we, we were like, if we get married, we'd probably do a non traditional wedding.
0: A non that's crazy because you were literally just saying the other day how y'all old school mentality and traditional.
1: Yeah, and she like pitched me the idea like, oh, would you? How would you feel about like a non traditional wedding, like a wedding without the wedding party. And I was like, shit, I don't care. It ain't
0: for me. It's for you. (laughs) Wait, so what what does she mean by that? Like just going to the courthouse?
1: No, no. Like doing a ceremony, but not like a big wedding party. I really still don't know what she meant by it. Mm -hmm. I just told her it's whatever she wanted to do. I really don't care if we got married in a box. Like a wedding for me is just, it's like it's for me, but it's for you. Yeah. So it's not that big a deal how it's done as long as I, the most important thing to me is the people involved yeah 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 like as long as there's important people that i consider important in my life there that's all i
0: care about so would y'all get eloped like go to another because i hear that's actually like pretty cheap like i know someone that went to i think greece just her and her husband got married over there i know somebody that did it in i mean they had a party but um they went to jamaica nah i doubt we would do it
1: that way i would be open to do it that way but i mean low-key honestly We'd probably do it in Chicago because both of our families are there. It'd be yeah. easier for both our families, and um, and like we can just keep it. If we can do it in Chicago, we get we tapped in, so yeah. we can make it. We can make uh we can make the most of it. But you know we'll see. And speaking of weddings, you know we SIF pod breaking news. By the time this podcast come out, our very good friend Patty. Oh uh, yeah, it's her birthday today. So yes. happy happy Strong to Patty. You know. She, by this time the podcast come out, she'll be engaged. Yes. So we do want to give a SIF pod congratulations to Patty and Mike. Congrats, congrats. And, you know, AJ there, he'll have some good footage for us. He represented us there. I wanted to go, but, you know, weddings and shit, it's expensive, so I didn't slide. But congratulations, because I know Mike listens to the pod. Yeah, and ho-
0: hopefully they actually announce that they're engaged, like, by the time this comes out. Because I know the proposal is supposed to be happening this weekend, but... I'm
1: pretty sure it's probably going to happen today. I, don't yeah, know. I would assume it happens today. Um, but yeah,
0: they'll be ba- they'll be back by Monday, so it's happening this weekend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And if it don't happen this weekend, we'll have to cut that part out. Yeah. Um. <laughs> so, real quick, Phil, I'm hot as shit. Can you turn the AC up? While, while you're turning the AC up, I'll introduce the next topic. So... Because me and Phil here, um, especially Phil being typically the problematic one, the one that we uh, we get on all the time, I figured we might as well get introspective. We don't need to get problematic this episode, even though I'm probably second most po- problematic on the pod. But some things that we could talk about is, is fears, um, things that maybe we're scared about, not like maybe like, I mean, I'm looking at the TV right now, maybe not like a lion, but like something in life uh whether it's like failing or whatever it may be. What what are things that might uh be fears of yours? Do you have any?
1: Uh yeah, a couple corrections though. It's turn the AC down, not up. That's what I meant, my bad. And then secondly, I'm not problematic. I'm just very opinionated. Yeah. It's yeah, two yeah. different things. Yeah. But uh what am I afraid of? <laughs> I don't really know. I try to live life kind of fearful, which yeah. is why I'm pretty reckless in a lot fearless. of fearless. Fearless, yeah. So I try to live life pretty fearless, which is why I'm kind of reckless. Yeah. But I'm probably most fearful of student loans, honestly, because just like getting like your whole financial situation in order with like loans and shit, that's so terrifying because it's like I'm going to be in debt for the rest of my life.
0: (laughs) I need this nigga Joe Biden to cancel all that shit. And it's like. I, I keep seeing these tweets about how we were, like, going to aid Ukraine or Russia or whoever. I think Ukraine. Yes, um, Ukraine. With, like, $6.5 like, $6. billion or some shit like that. And, of course, everyone's like, oh, we could have canceled student loans. I don't know how much the student loan debt is right now. But, yo, my We nigga, have
1: enough money to cancel it yeah. if we prioritize it because we can cut back on military spending. We can, yeah. Like, we can make cuts in other places to move the money over. Yeah. But just, like, that's probably, like, the most fearful thing is just, like, really – sitting down with an advisor creating a plan to like really adjust my debt like, yeah and getting over that so because you know like for me i'm in that point where it's like all right well marriages like marriages are around the corner for me like in a couple years mm-hmm. then kids so i want to make sure that you know when i have a family that
0: i make sure that everything's in place so yeah. that i can leave them something when i'm dead and that's funny, cause when I wrote this down, obviously I instantly started thinking, "Oh, what are my fears?" So mine kind of align uh, with yours. So for me, the biggest one, and I know you're gonna probably call me gay again, like how you did on Twitter, <laughs> but like if my my girl potentially leaving me, like that's a fear of mine. Not that I think she will. But that's like if I had to pick a biggest fear, that's what it that's what it would be, Uh, because obviously I love Tatiana and I'm not trying to steal Luke's swag by saying I love my girl, but I do love my girl. But after that, it is, um, I guess, finances uh, and being able to provide for my family, especially living in South Florida and how inflation is skyrocketing. Mm -hmm. It's like, yo. Can I continue to have the job that I have, um, or am I really gonna have to start looking for something else? Because I don't know if I can continue at this pace with the the way inflation is looking.
1: Yeah, the way the market going, it's like, yeah. hey, am I gonna have to sell a little dig on the side? I don't know, but we gonna see, man. Uh, that's big for me. Um, I'm not really scared of Danny leaving me. Yeah. Just because I don't believe in the, I don't believe in there's one woman for you. Yeah. Um, I don't, know, and I'm, I don't either and I'm just confident enough that or cocky enough that if she left me I'd find some I'd find another wife a woman I can marry
0: I agree but it's like I've Tatiana is my longest relationship um, and I I'm a serial uh, monogamous so I've been in other long-term relationships and I know that you can find somebody better or whatever it may be after but Tatiana, like outside of some of the baggage that she has is like the ideal woman. Like if I sat down and created my 2K attributes for my perfect girl, like it'd be Tatiana. So trying to find someone exactly like that, especially in South Florida, that'd be tough. Like I got lucky by like she a Midwesterner. Yeah. She sought me out. She was from the Midwest. She got a dope ass personality. She got a good moral. She got a good head on her shoulders. And we talk about it all the time on this podcast how South Florida girls are just different. And I, I know I would not be able to be with a South Florida girl.
1: Yeah, no, I wouldn't date
0: a South Florida girl either. I just <laughs> had to find her from somewhere else. But yeah,
1: you know, pinning everything goes well, I won't be ever be in that situation. So we'll see.
0: Yeah, um, but then on the flip side, I wanted to talk about like what motivates you or. If you kind of have that mindset of every day you wake up and I have this type of motivation or whatever it may be to kind of keep me away from those fears or get me to those goals, do you have any type of motivations or what motivates you, I guess? Yeah, life
1: itself. Like, I third, like, this sounds very cliche, but I really enjoy just being alive. Yeah. Because a lot of times I'm very, I'm a very, like, dark person. So I'm like, something happened, I'd be like, well, it could be worse. I could yeah. be dead. Yeah. Like, that's always my go to, ah, I could be dead. So. So, like, literally every day I wake up, I'm literally thankful to be alive. Okay. And so that's my motivation itself is just, one is being alive every day. Two is to set an example for, like, my little cousins and nephews. So, like, be a positive role model amongst my family because we didn't have that growing up. Yeah, And then three is just trying to learn as much as I can and continue to... Just go out of the box, continue to explore and continue to be open minded. That's yeah. like big for me is just like trying to not be afraid to change. Like, something's better. Like, go after, just continue to try to go after something better.
0: Yeah. And see, I wish I was like that where I was like, oh, I want to learn something new every day. Or, because I know you read books, like, you watch all these videos on new things. It's just like, I ain't got the time for that. And I don't have the motivation to do that either. Um, But I guess as far as what motivates me, it just leads me back to my last point. Like, obviously, I don't have kids yet, but I want to, like, some people, they're like, I want to be the best in life. Like, I want to be the best, whatever I'm doing. So, like, refereeing, we'll say, like, I want to be the best referee. Like, for me, it's not even so much I want to be the best, it's just I want to be good enough to where, again, I'm able to provide and give my family everything that they want. Like, we can take trips. We, they can have the life that I grew up having. Um, like, for me, it's not like, oh, I want to be the richest nigga alive or, or all this stuff. Um, not to sound lazy or, like, just do the bare minimum, but, like, I'm, I'm fine at least. Um, and I, I feel like Tatiana shares the same sentiment that, like, we're fine with being in the middle as long as we have the means to do exactly what we want. Does that make sense? And nah, I know that, it sounds bad. No, nah, 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 yeah. you're comfortable. You're fine being comfortable. Yeah.
1: Like, in my mind, I would want to be motivated by money, but I'm mm-hmm. not. <laughs> so, like, Same. I always, like, and so I just, like, just try to do the best work I can. So my yeah. motivation comes to, if I do good work, the money will speak for itself. If I continue to meet people, network, and just try new things, something will give and, like, yeah. stay positive. But, like, I... In my mind, I'm like, I wish I was, like, just motivated by money. Yeah. But I'm not. Because, I I mean, I don't really care because I can live on nothing. And, and I, I,
0: I agree. I agree. Money is not what makes me happy. Of course, it, it leads to a lot of stress, as I was just talking about. But, like, me being the richest nigga alive, like, that's not really what's going to make me happy. Um, and going back, not to re- retract anything I've said, like, I'd be fine if I was the best nigga alive. But I'm not going to drive myself crazy. Obviously, Kobe's my, my favorite athlete. Like, you saw Kobe drove himself crazy. Kanye drives himself crazy. Like, all these greats, they drive themselves crazy in order to be the best. And that's not me at all. Yeah, nah. I just like
1: to live life, bro. Yeah. So, like, I don't really need nothing. Like, I genuinely enjoy just people. Yeah. Like, if I can make enough to just live and be comfortable and just you know just die peacefully and have a lot of friends that's cool me yeah (laughs) that's my impact yeah for
0: sure like and of course i want my future generations like my lineage to be well off like i don't i don't ever want to leave like my kids my grandkids whatever um in any type of hole but at the same time um Damn, I was gonna make a point and now I forgot. So that- but yeah, the camera <laughs> shut off, so I'm gonna reset <laughs> that.
1: You was looking at the camera and was like, ah, oh, blank. I mean, I'll leave my kids with something. I'll leave my kids more than what I got left. Yeah. Like my like my actual real dad when he died didn't leave me anything. Yeah. So like so my kids would be straight. They'll they'll have assets and things like that.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, do you have any other motivations or fears? Nah, man. Um, nope.
1: I just trust that. You yeah, know, it's it's a spiritual belief that you know everything could be all right. Like it's literally like hey, everything is going to be all right. Yeah. That's how it moved in my life. Shit bad happened. I'm like, I'll figure it out and we move on, we go get to the next thing.
0: So the point I was going to make not really so much about the kids. My mind started doing that Kanye shit where it wants to talk about 10,000 different things. But again, people always talk about you have one life to live, like make the best of it. But at the same time, it's like, yes, I have one life to live. I want to enjoy this shit with doing the shit that i want to do like i know that kind of sounds selfish but i I, at the end of the day i don't want to ever drive myself crazy trying to obtain something or reach a goal um and then kind of in the future look back and it's like damn i could have enjoyed my life a little bit better if i wasn't so focused on x y and z you feel me and it's not selfish, it's
1: your life. So I'm all yeah. for living your life how you want to live. It. And there's people out there that are like that. And if, if it works for them, cool. But for me personally, I don't really care to. But like there are people that are so goal driven, like they that's how they want to live their life. Not and, and I commend them. Yeah. Because there is a level of sacrifice that you have to make um to get to those levels. Yeah. I don't know if I wanna make that sacrifice, but <laughs> for them it's cool. But and like I said, for me it works for me. Um I'm comfortable where I'm at. Uh, could be better. Could be worse. So, yeah. You know.
0: Well, we we out here podding for the people that are average in life. <laughs> if you're not one of those people that's trying to drive yourself crazy, that's what we here for. Uh, we we pod for, for their normal niggas. And sorry for anybody that's super goal-oriented in life and that shut us off and that's like, what are these niggas talking about? I can't relate.
1: Nah, we pod for them niggas too. <laughs> at the end yeah. of the day, even if you – even if you're not like super goal oriented, yeah, at the baseline you're still human. You still like connections, and like that's what's that's the beauty in having friends and yeah. networks and connections. Is like I got friends that are so goal oriented, and I already got friends that got three kids, yeah, and the family, and I got friends that are super successful. They not they're not married, they are not in a relate, they they not they don't have kids. They want those things, and then I got the people in the families they want to be more successful. So it's a balance. It's finding yeah. that balance. And eventually, I think if you work towards it, you'll end up there on both ends. Yeah.
0: And I don't want it to sound like we absolutely do not give a fuck. Because I love seeing all the wins that my niggas is getting around me. You got a promotion, yep. my boy Justin just got a promotion. Luke coming back down. Justin uh, got, got a promotion. Yeah. shout
1: out to boy. Hey, give me a
2: job.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, Luke, he coming back down. Got his job. Living in South Florida. I already brought up Tatiana. AJ buy houses. Brandon buying or AJ's in the process of trying to buy houses. Uh, Brandon bought a new so i love seeing all these all these dubs around my niggas so we we have motivations it's just not to that it's not all money yeah 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 exactly we all want to still enjoy life so that's all that it is we just want to be middle class like upper (laughs) middle you know yeah well off but ain't too rich (laughs) um so i don't really have anything to get off my chest but do you have anything that's maybe been bothering you last couple of days weeks whatever it may be
1: Hmm. Nah, man. Like, I, I think I had mentioned this on the last couple of episodes. I've been Gucci, man. I've been, like, in a really good space. So, I ain't nothing to really bitch. Oh, uh, actually, I'm going to get something off my chest. My job is unorganized. All right, then. Yeah, I'm training, and no one knows what's going on. <laughs> and and that throws me off. So, yeah. that was, like, the only thing that, like, I was talking to Denny about this weekend. is like, in the beginning of my training, it was, like, oh, we don't know what we're doing with you, so go here today, then go there. Yes. And I'm, like, and I'm not really learning anything, so it freaks me out because I want to be really good at this job yeah, <laughs> so I can yeah, get promoted. Yeah. Um, cause I just like doing good work. Um, and so it's like, it's delaying my learning curve.
0: Wait, you definitely got the motivation of not being a broke boy. After Danny calls you a broke boy, that, that motivation skyrocketed. But, it, but it's
1: not, the, it's not,
2: it's
0: not so much you wanted the money, but it's, it's like, it's, I can't disappoint my girl. It's not the money. Yeah. It's the point of proving her wrong. Yeah, so like, and that's, that it, is a big motivation in your life. You love proving people wrong. Yeah.
1: So there's not the money. It's yeah. like, I'll get, I'm gonna get the money to prove her wrong. Yeah cuz like which is why like but that and but that's my work just taking pride in my work so it's weird cuz it's not like oh i got to make a ton of money it's like no i'm going to make this money yeah. just so she can't call me a broke boy so yeah, she yeah. know like i can get it like yeah don't like don't think cuz you met me here like <laughs> i was going to stay here for life and that was the problem in my last relationship Okay. It was like yeah. it was that motivation. They she thought I was gonna stay there, and I'm like, nah. Like I'm I'm planning. Like let me yeah. figure it out. Give me some time, but don't think like this is the end all be all. That's exactly. All. So I love I do love proving people wrong and yeah. facts shutting up my doubters. Facts, facts, facts. <laughs> That's like I, that might be one of my biggest motivations. Actually, I'll, I will put that in I, there. I, proving I think that it wrong. is because I because people really doubt me, and in my mind, I'm like, all right, I know what I'd be doing, and it's getting to the point I'm really starting to trust myself, and I'm like. I've been around enough people and I have enough experience to know, like, in my mind, I'm like, all right, it's making sense. I know what I'm doing. We going to get there. So when people tell me I can't do something like, oh, you can't get that chick. I'm like, I know I can get this chick because I've always gotten chicks. Or it's you can't make this much. Oh, I'm going to get there. Trust. Watch me. Watch me do it. So, yeah.
0: Okay. And there's nothing wrong with that. Um, Don't doubt me. (laughs) But your job being unorganized, is there anything else?
1: Nah, that's it, bro. Oh,
0: these damn gas prices, but uh, <laughs> inflation. So <laughs>
1: that really grinds my gears.
0: I follow mad people that live in California, San Francisco, LA. Um, those are probably like the Bay Area. Um, and I constantly keep seeing them tweet about gas prices, and I think we're in no space to to complain, really. They shit for four five dollars. It's stupid. Bro, their in shit's like five six dollars.
1: Yeah, that's nuts. But they also make a lot more. So the adjusted gross living is about the same. Yeah, that's facts. But in
0: and it's funny because I never pay attention to gas prices until I started like seeing all these tweets. And actually, when I drove past, excuse me, one of the gas stations um, right by your house, it was like three ninety nine.
1: Wait, it's three ninety
0: nine. Yeah, was that's that for premium. Uh, for regular. <laughs> hmm. Yeah, it was that one of the dollars Three ninety nine is what I saw. Damn,
1: cause I saw three. I saw three seventy. We for a while we were floating around like three forty. Yeah, I ain't gonna be doing no driving this weekend. Like <laughs>
0: yeah, Thankfully, but, I got a company. Yeah, three ninety nine is more expensive than anything I've really seen in Miami. So that's kind of crazy.
1: Yeah, man. That's I don't. I so I pay attention to gas prices because I live right next to a gas station. So yeah. I always look at them. But it's like, at the end of the day, I'm going to fill up regardless. I'm not exactly. going to, like, shortchange change myself. But it's like, damn, when Trump was in
0: office, it felt <laughs> nice
1: to fill up your tank for $22. <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah,
0: yeah. And, I mean, that's the one good thing. And that, I get it, supply and
1: demand, so yeah, it's fats, not fats, all fats, Trump, fats. but, you know.
0: <laughs> well, I'm, I'm glad I got a small little Civic so it don't take too much to fill me up. But the people that got, like, SUVs and, and big cars, Tough. I feel bad for y'all should so, I
1: know I should got a Prius. Shit, yeah, exactly.
0: <laughs> shit makes me like, damn. For my next car, should I get a Tesla? But I always hear like good and bad things about Teslas. Like obviously, it's a, it's a, well, it's an electric car. It's not even a hybrid. It's electric. Mm-hmm. But then I hear like having the charging station. It's dumb expensive?
1: Well, to install it's like I think ten to fifteen grand. Yeah. But it. All, but like my buddy got a Tesla. He said his bill didn't go up that much. Really? Like his electric bill actually didn't go up that much. Oh, okay. And he. I think he just charges off his regular. I don't even think he
0: got a station. in his Got room. you. But then I also hear that like if you get in an accident, like replacing any type of damage or all right, fixing, that's a wrap. It's yeah. gonna take weeks. Yeah. It yeah, takes yeah, yeah. if
1: it if they don't total it, it takes weeks because yeah. they're always backed up. With every we see, I used to see Teslas all the time. It takes. Long, long, long time to um, so make sure you got rental money just in case you get yeah. an accident because even unless it's
0: unless it's not your fault, then the other insurance will pay yeah. for it. But yeah, it's a headache. And then my my coworker he just got one um, for his wife, and he was saying like any type of upgrade like. It's so like changing the color because the most common color you see in Teslas is white. So like even if you want to change the color, it's like a th- like a thousand more dollars mm-hmm. or whatever it may be. Changing the interior, which I mean that at least is like the same with any type of car. Like whether you want uh cloth, I mean I don't know what type of seats Teslas have, but changing- I would assume
1: they probably come leather. Yeah, maybe I would assume. I don't know. Yeah, but it's a luxury vehicle, so I would assume it comes with leather. Yeah,
0: but. Anyways, moving on. So we could talk about streaming before we get into anything that's on here. Did you have any shows or anything you've been watching over the past week?
1: Uh, I just watched a documentary about the violence in Chicago. Like literally this morning, I was pretty. I forgot what it's called. It was on Amazon Prime, but it was okay. Chicago something. And then, uh, no, we other than like the basic shows like Euphoria and stuff.
0: Nah. Yeah. All right, so we could talk about Euphoria. I'm I'm sad, A.J. not here to kind of talk about the season finale, but we just had the finale of Euphoria. what Would you think? I thought it was good. Um yeah.
1: There's a lot of questions left to be answered uh, for why? the next one. So, which I expected, but it was cool for what it was. It wasn't nothing crazy. I still think the Rue episode is probably the best one. Yeah. Like what they just
0: like it was just her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, that was it. Well, R.I.P. Ashtray. Ashtray went out like a G. Like a G. <laughs> I mean, euphoria, like, yeah, it's over the top at times, but I've never really felt like it was unrealistic. But him, after the police were shooting into the bathroom for as long as they were, the fact that the nigga was still alive and then pretended to be dead, I was like, all right, yeah. come on. But, <laughs> but then when he popped up and, and popped the cop, I was like, all right, that was, that was kind of live. I can't lie. But yeah, Ashtray went out like a G, Fez. Do we think that he he's all right? I mean, he took one. To, he'll, I think he'll get off. All uh, right. Well, I'm saying you think he's going to be alive come, yeah, yeah, yeah. come next season? Yeah,
1: yeah. He stopped the bleeding. Yeah. Like in the episode, you see he stops the
0: bleeding. So I think he'll be all right. And I think he'll get off. Um. Yeah, I think he'll be good. So if you in that situation, because for those that have, and we should have said spoiler alert, but I mean, at this point, if you haven't seen the finale, that's not you. But Fez he tries to take the rap for ashtray ashtray he stabs the dude in the neck um the police come so on and so forth uh fez is saying he's gonna take the rap he's trying to get ashtray to leave ashtray stays holds it down like a g so if you holding it down for your brothers your brother ends up dying you was going to take the rap from initially but now he dead are you still going to take the rap or are you just gonna nah. be like
1: because they killed him yeah so nah okay i'm gonna take the rap because then it's pointless. Yeah. Because then you can be like, yeah, he killed
0: him, and that's why he shot at y'all when I surrendered. Yeah. But I feel like Fez such a stand-up guy <laughs> that the nigga's still going to take the rap regardless. I can say I was going to take the rap
1: for him, which is why I was telling you I was a kid in there. Yeah. Because I didn't want him to ruin his life. But at this point, he did. So, I mean, yeah. ain't, ain't nothing going ain't to bring him back. So, there's no point in me riding in jail.
0: Yeah. plug it. Oh, real quick. This completely off topic. So... I'm only saying this on the pod, so I'm wiping my name clean. If if this ever gets traced back to me, it's been put out there. Alexa, I know Alexa listens to conversations, series listens to conversations. Everyone's heard me say this, so I'm innocent. So I was leaving work one day, and I'm getting into my car, and all of a sudden I kick something. I'm like, oh shit, what's that metal thing? I look down, and it's a bullet. I'm like, oh shit! It's a bullet. So I pick it up, and <laughs> I'm Christ. like, <laughs> <laughs> but then I'm like, wait! I just picked up a fucking bullet. My thumb, my fingerprints are all, <laughs> all over, over this shit. <laughs> Tatiana would be so disappointed because Tatiana is super into murder mystery and this and that. And I'm like, well, what should I do? I can't just drop it back onto the shit, street because my my it. prints all over this shit. So I'm like, let me just keep it, take it home with me. But if if we for whatever reason we get raided, cop's gonna be like, yo, why is there a bullet? Yeah. You take it with <laughs> you, you clean it
1: and you dismember
0: yeah. it. bro. I even thought about <laughs> calling UMPD, being like, yo, I, I found a bullet, I accidentally picked it up. <laughs> but then they're gonna be like, How do you accidentally pick up a bullet? <laughs> nah, cause if it, it honestly they would be like,
1: oh, Okay. Yeah. This is pretty honorable and you see and like you don't have a back you don't have a criminal his background. Yeah, so yeah, as long yeah. as you don't have a criminal background or anything, they'll they'll believe you It's like just call them concerned. Like, hey, um, I'm really nervous because I stepped on the bullet and I picked it up. and I realized it was a bullet, and I don't want to get this trace back to me. So I want to get let you guys know I picked up a bullet.
0: That's what I should have done. But that was the day when I actually started feeling sick, um, and I just wanted to go to raw juice and get some ginger flu shots, all that. So, my mind wasn't all the way there, and I was like, yo, I just want to go home. So, I didn't feel like waiting on UMPD or all that. So, I just took it home with me. I'm probably going to wipe it down and then just throw it into yeah. the lake or some shit. Facts. Yo, but work, I am girl. innocent. It's not my bullet. You have I a promise. Moment. <laughs> I really did. What the hell, and so, Zach? the thing is, <laughs> I came home with a bag full of raw juice, all the little uh, shots and juices and whatnot. And Tatiana looking into it, and she was like, is this a bullet? Why is there a bullet in here? And so I was just laughing, but she was like genuinely concerned. And then I told her the story and she was like, I'm so disappointed in you. I would know better than to touch an actual bullet and then get my prints all over it. So geez, man. But anyways, back to Euphoria. Um, I really enjoyed the episode. I know it's been the running joke now, but as soon as it happened, I was like, yo, why is this fucking song so long? That song that Buddy was singing, that shit was unnecessary. Tarou? Yeah. I thought they was going to have sex in that moment. <laughs> they yeah. they haven't done anything. No, they haven't done anything. Nah. Only him and uh, Jules have kind of... I think they made it. I don't think they actually had sex. I can't He's remember gone. at this point. But nah, like you said, it's a lot of unanswered questions. Because... I hope that's not the end to Maddie and Cassie. I feel like they still gotta like really duke it out. They ain't really shown none of that. We still don't know what's happening with uh Rue owing the, the lady ten thousand yeah. dollars. Um I still I don't know what's happening with Nate. Like a lot of people think he really turning over a new leaf and becoming a good guy. But I, I nah, still yeah. I don't
1: think so. I just think he just don't like his daddy.
0: Yeah. But even like him, like giving Jules the, the 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 disc and all that shit, like I don't know, I, I'm. But he still, made a
1: copy, oh,
0: right? Oh, did he? I can't remember. Well, he gave it to the
1: police, so it's not yeah. it's not a crime to elicit like yeah se- sex. The crime was sleeping with a minor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm pretty sure he made a copy and gave that to the police. Yeah,
0: but we got away a whole two years. Till season three comes out, they said it should be out in 2024. Who knows if that's actually the case or not? But I'm definitely looking forward to it. Euphoria, super fire. For the people that's not watching, I don't know why you. Get into it. Oh, oh, yeah, just get into it, bro. All right, next we'll talk about Yay, Genius. Fucking greatest documentary I've seen in a long, long time that's not sports related mm-hmm. okay. uh you I did love it you watched all three what are your overall thoughts of genius?
1: Uh, i it make at the end, it makes you wish his mom was alive, yes, very much so. I think that's the biggest thing. It's like I don't think he has anyone in his life that could uh that could tame the madness like his mom could, yeah, and so now we're just seeing yay. Uncontrolled. Yes, very much so. So, but I think I mean being from Chicago, like all the Chicago references and stuff. And like, I don't know, man. It felt like it makes it very personal, and I loved it. Danny wasn't that interested in it. Really, I, I loved it. Danny wasn't that interested in it. And it Was kind of pissing me off because I'm a Kanye. Like, I, yeah. I'm a Kanye fan. I'm like, how you don't like Kanye? From <laughs> like, you from Chicago? Like, you put Chicago? Like, how you not watching this? And she yeah. like, I think you're into it more than I am. I'm like, you should be into this too.
0: Yeah. So, and the thing is, uh, the very first time we brought it up on the pod, Tatiana, she was like, "Oh yeah, I'll watch it." But I know for sure if I had Tatiana watch it, she'd be the exact same way. She probably would not be that into it. So, yeah, it would be pissing me off. But just seeing um, now that you've watched all three parts, I know episode two. I kind of talked about him and Jamie Foxx how they created uh slow jams, mm-hmm. and that was just like fire. Seeing both of their artistic minds, genius minds at work. And just coming up with such a, a dope ass album, uh, or sorry, song. But, um, episode, so I also have to realize, because I said I wish we could get something like this for every album, mm-hmm. but of course we can only have what we have because this is the footage that Cootie, Cootie shot, yeah, yeah, that Cootie shot. So yeah. it, a part of me is like, okay, I get it, but at the same time, it's like, we, Episode one in, or, yeah, the first part and second part were pretty much all about college dropout. And then all of a sudden you have the third part and it's kind of like super fast forward until yeah. like later albums, so on and so forth. Because Jay
1: blew up and then forgot about the people he came up with. So it's nice that at least he's bringing those people around him. Yeah. Like those hometown voices. Because sometimes you need those. As a person that has, like my best friend is still back home like lives there yeah like i be when i'm wild i be having to talk to him sometimes he'd be like you tripping yeah so you need sometimes a hometown voice to kind of reset you so i do like that um and i don't know how anyone could watch this and not think college dropout is one of his best albums if it's arguable between college dropout and my twisted dark fantasy yeah but that, and i and that's always have been my stance yeah. like that's one a one like
0: one b for me But this also goes back to what we talked about on the super early episode. For me, those first three Kanye albums, it's all just one album to me. Like, I'll hear songs, and don't ask me which album it's off of because I'm, hey, it's. I could tell you easily. I can separate them easily, bro. Especially College Dropout. Like, College Dropout,
1: I listen to the album daily. Yeah. Like, Spaceships. And Never Let Me Down, like that whole uh, Get Him High, that whole yeah. little three songs, I play on, stop, back-to-back, repeat. Yeah. I can do two words, like, off my mind. Yeah. So, like, yeah. I love that album. Like, more so than, like, late registration and graduation. Like, that album alone is, like, the
0: holy grail of albums. Yeah. Um, But were there any, like, standout parts in episode three mm-hmm. for you at all?
1: Standout? No. I think episode, like I said, I think episode three was the saddest. Yeah. Even more so than his mind passing because you just see a guy that is losing it. Yeah. But the music is saving him at the same time he's losing it. And and you just wish that he could find balance. Yeah. Because the genius is there and... I think I think Bob Marley said, "Only a fool leans on his on his own misunderstanding." It's like one of my favorite Bob Marley quotes, and I think that's what Kanye is. Yeah, like he's so confident because he reaches his goals, and you gotta have that confidence. But then he also is like overconfident, and his approach is wrong, and he can't, and he can't be like, "I'm fucking up." And then when he fuck up, like he fucking up so much, it's like, ah,
0: damn. Yeah, yeah. and it's also crazy to have this. Real life balance because we have this documentary where it's celebrating Ye, um, and you're like, Damn, this is a like hence the title he's a genius, but then in in real life we still have Kanye. And Pete Davidson and Kim Kardashian still in this whole love triangle beef thing going on. Like he he just came out with the music video for "Easy with Game," where he's burying Pete Davidson's head. Which is, I thought it was a dope video, yeah, and it's yeah, not. Yeah. People are sensitive,
1: like, oh, Pete Davidson's gonna get hurt. And I'm yeah. thinking, like, do y'all know who Kanye fans are? They backpackers. They're yeah. running up on people, killing people. Yeah, yeah. They yeah, fans ain't like
0: thugs. Exactly. Like but for, that, that's just what I'm saying because you, again, it, usually when you have a, a documentary of somebody, it's later in their life um, and they, we're looking back on it. Whereas this is like Kanye's story isn't done at, all. at all. No, at all. Yeah. So it's just like kind of weird. And then while all of this dope shit is happening, you still have Ye wilding in real life. But the story in real time like this, it.
1: It forces you to be like, all right. There's a duality to Ye. yeah. So let me still, I can still appreciate the art while acknowledging that he's wilding, yeah. So it still keeps you a fan. For I feel like for most people, yeah. Because yeah, like yeah. most Ye fans can watch this and be like, I get it, mm-hmm. like, and then you look at his behaviors towards Kim and p Davidson, and it's like, bro, probably going through it. Yeah. Like you losing your family, your mom, like you lost your mom and you still really haven't recovered from that. Then you lose your wife, which you feel like you didn't lose your family. So, yeah, you are going through it again and this is you lashing out because you don't have a healthy coping mechanism. Exactly. So it's like you don't excuse it, but you can understand it. And then it's like from his, from his point, it was like, The dude that took your girlfriend is a dude that was around you.
0: Yeah, exactly. Which
1: makes it worse. Like, any man knows that it's cool to, like, you can lose your woman, but don't let it be from a person that was around me. Mm -hmm. Because, like, you would think, like, oh, they had basic respect for me to, like, not be jaying down on my wife. Yeah. So. I completely agree. I think that's tougher to deal with when it's like, damn, you let you left me for him <laughs> like exactly. it's pete Davidson too like yeah him? a goofy ass nigga a goofy ugly mom <laughs> so yeah. it's like then you start questioning like do i even look good like am i was i good enough like you left me for pete Davidson, and i'm yay yeah and then all his replacement girlfriends look exactly like, <laughs> that's images. exactly like, what i was just God, gonna say they all
0: look exactly like kim, kim
1: kardashian which is wild because what is that quote it's only one of me, but a thousand yeah, views. That yeah. shit is like true
0: now. Cause but like, it's clearly something about, because uh, Reggie Bush, remember Kim Kardashian used to date Reggie Bush, and now Reggie Bush's baby mom looks exactly like Kim Kardashian. So all all these niggas that dated, Which
1: means Kim, you take a white girl with a butt and all have them look the same.
0: Yeah. But my overall thoughts, it's super fire documentary. Episode three, I actually started feeling... The same way about Cootie that you did, cause you are like, yo, this nigga kind of annoying. I didn't like his voice the whole <laughs> time. <laughs> yeah, so like episode three, even though it's Cootie's documentary about Ye, is like, yo, I didn't, I didn't care to hear about your personal life. Like, you know why we here, my nigga? We here for Kanye. <laughs> like, I'm happy you had a daughter and all this shit, and I'm happy you got to spend your last trip with your dad. But at the end of the day, like, give me more Kanye content. I didn't care about your daughter. I didn't care. <laughs> Jesus R.I.P. Christ. to the dead. I well, didn't care. no, it, it made sense with
1: the story because it was them growing apart to come back together. That's and then true, when they came true, back together, true. it was about family. Like, I enjoyed that because it's like, you know how they say, like, when you get big, you forget about the people that came up yeah. with you. So it was like, all right, I enjoyed that part. It was just his voice. It was like... And I never expected that I'd hear from Kanye again. <laughs> and out of the blue, Kanye called me. So, of course, I showed up. Yeah. And I'm just like, bro, he just to his voice. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I'm right there with you. I do like his style of shooting documentaries. Like, oh, yeah, his, yeah, he's his, good. His production was fire. I agree. Like, to be that fourth, I guess, fourth thinking and to get that imagery and like stuff like that is cool. And, and I like the fact when he was right, when he was like, bro, you going to go shoot that video with Hype Williams about Jesus Walks, and then you're
0: going to come right back to me. And, and that's, that's exactly, exactly what he did. Because yeah. <laughs> so. they said he had, what, three versions of Jesus Walks? Yeah. And there were, like, two that he didn't like, and then ended up going up back. going right back to Cody. Cool, yeah. 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 But shout out, Ye. Obviously, y'all know how we feel about Ye on this podcast, so won't spend too much time on that. Um, and I'm probably going to end up coming back to him in a few minutes, but continuing with streaming, um, two things that I saw over this week. So I will say I'm tired of reboots. Like I'm sick of it. Done Everybody's sick done of, of it. it. Hollywood, please. We are begging y'all for some original content. Um, and I'm glad for these streaming platforms cause they have come up with some original content. But everything in in Hollywood, it's a new superhero Goddamn movie. Reboot. It's a reboot. So two things that I saw this past week is White Man Can't Jump. They rebooting that with Jack Harlow. And I got mixed emotions because I'm sick of the reboots, but I, I really do fuck with Jack Harlow. I can't and I say we- I'm a fan of his. You said what? Can't say that, I'm a yeah, fan of it. I know, I know, I know. I
1: feel like he's just watered down Drake, but <laughs> like he could rap, yeah, like he's he talented, can. yeah. But I just feel like he's watered down Drake, yeah. And I also, after I, I saw his shot motion from the all star game, I was like, Why would they yeah,
0: give in a reboot? So the shot is trash. <laughs> I was gonna bring that, <laughs>
1: I was like, Shoot him, bro. Did you see that layup? I was like, Bruh, like, this. so I
0: didn't watch anything from this past year, but I know he was in uh, like a two on two last year all star game, it was him. Uh, little baby, Quavo and Two Chains, and I remember thinking then like, yo, this nigga Jack Harlow cannot hoop. So it, it's interesting to see. I do fight with him heavy, and I'm interested to see if he can act. But again, I'm just I'm just sick of the reboots. Um, and I really hope somehow, some way, they're able to get Drewski into this movie because him and Drewski, Jack Harlow and Drewski, them two together, it's fucking hilarious to me. So yeah, fine we'll, a we'll see. Yeah.
2: They will find a way.
0: But another reboot that, um, or I guess a sequel that I saw is I Am Legend 2, and Michael B. Jordan is supposed to be starring in that. I don't, I like, is he, I don't know if he's supposed to be taking the place of Will Smith or if. I just overall don't understand how this is supposed to be a sequel. I don't really remember how. How did I Am Legend end? Didn't did, he end up dying?
1: No, I thought he. I thought he found people.
0: Did he? I don't remember.
1: But I don't need a reboot of it. I Am Legend was good by itself.
0: Yeah, and I completely agree. So, I don't know how they're going to do this. Um. Oh, speaking of Will Smith and another uh, reboot, have you watched the uh Bel-Air? Fresh Print?
1: Yeah. Nah, Danny says I mean I've heard the reviews are good though. Really? I haven't heard a single good review about it. Really? People say it's different and they, they don't like Carlton in it, but they like I've seen a couple people say they liked it, but it's yeah. not like the fresh prince of ballet. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Well, of course not, because that was more so of a sitcom. Um I like drama. Wars. yeah, this is a drama. It's more serious. Which than that.
1: if you're gonna do a reboot, do it right. Yeah. Like, keep the story similar. Um, but, yeah, no, I, I wasn't that interested in watching it based on, like, what I saw from it.
0: Um, like, drama's cool, but I, it's too much drama. I don't like all that drama. Yeah. So, of course, I, I'm shitting on reboots right now. But if there was a show or a movie that you could have rebooted, what would it be? Baby Boy? No.
1: Leave <laughs> Baby Boy
0: alone. Leave yeah. Boys in the
1: Hood alone. Leave Men's Society alone. Leave Shotas alone. Uh, if I can have a show rebooted I don't know I don't think I would have one rebooted to be honest there's not a lot of movies I'm like, I, I want to see what it's like with new actors yeah I, I don't I'm not a big fan of reboots yeah cause it's Seriously. it's very rare that a reboot is actually better than the original or at least the original from what I know it to be yeah like, so, like, there are movies in our, in the 90s that got rebooted from, like, the early 60s and shit, and those movies are generally better, but with technology and how they CGI every video, that shit don't make movies better to me.
0: Yeah. See, the only thing I don't mind is scary movies as well as, like, superhero movies, because as you just talked about, the technology gets better. So... For the most part, they've rebooted every superhero movie that they've done in the past. I mean, I can't think of a superhero that I'd want to see that hasn't already been done. Um, but, like, scary movies, not. A, I don't think you're much of a scary movie guy. But, uh, like, for example, I watched, and I think I talked about this on the pod, like, Texas Chainsaw Massacre. I heard that was uh,
1: trash, though.
0: Well, so I know they just came out with a new one, and I did hear it was trash. But I know the original one I watched, I was like, yo, this is... Dumb track. So, <laughs> which one? Not the one that they did in 2000s. No, but like, like the, the, or, the yeah, original. No, but original. the
1: one that they did in 2000s was fire. Okay, so
0: I need to watch that. I yeah, the one they one.
1: did in 2000 where it was like in text, but I was just so fire. Um, and now that I'm thinking about it, I would like to see an updated, like a Marvel movie
0: for Static Shock. If I, was well, I don't see, know if he was Marvel, but no, what, I, I agree Whatever, with, like... What, I think they were supposed to be coming out with this, And I think Michael B. Jordan was supposed to be starring in that. Whether
1: whether he's Marvel or somebody, like, I would like to see that with, like, the new technology on IMAX, Dolby,
0: Dolby, mm-hmm. Dolby Vision. Like, that would be cool, because I watched Static Shot growing up. Yeah. And I, I'm really trying to think. Like, there's not a single movie I could, that comes to mind that I, I'd want to see again, because it's like the kids' movies that we watched... When we were kids, they were kind of, even though they were kids' movies, they had adult type humor in it, and they were a little more uh vulgar, I guess, yeah, for being kids' movies. It like, was
1: very like uh, it was what do you call it?
0: Um, like when rappers say stuff, and, yeah, and they hide it, like hidden messages, yeah, yeah, like yeah, very yeah. Nuanced. Ex- exactly. So, like, if you go back and, and it's one of AJ's favorite movies, but The Sandlot, like, when you think of The Sandlot, you think it's a kid's movie. I sh- when I was at Toledo for grad school, I showed that at camp. And I'm like, yo, I should not be showing this. There's definitely cursing in it. There's a lot of adult type in your innuendos. Windows, a lot of innuendos, yeah. yeah. Exactly. So, And it, if they were to remake The Sandlot now, it'd be very, very clean. PC. Yeah, it'd be cookie cutter. It'd gender be, neutral. It, it, exactly. all this dumb shit. So I, I can't. And for some reason, Anaconda came to mind because I remember I like rewatched that. And that the the technology in that is terrible, but at the same time, the overall plot for that movie is just trash. <laughs> so I would not want to see Anaconda get rebooted. But we can move on though. So we'll we'll move on to music next. Um, I haven't seen any new music get released. Is there anything you've been listening to or new music that released yeah. that yeah. you want Push to listen?
1: Yeah, Pusha T and Nigo released a song. Hear me clearly. Okay, Fire. He's two for two right now. Um, kind Wait, is his
0: album supposed to release?
1: I don't know, but Nigo is a who's a he made Bathing, made Bathing 8. He, um, he has an album coming out March 25th with like all these features. Like he has a song, Hear Me Clearly with Pusha, then you got a song with ASAP, got a song with Cuddy that's pretty good. Um, Conway the Machine God, Don't Make Mistake album is fire. Yeah, really enjoyed that. Um, been listening to the same stuff recently. Like, what's been in rotation for me is Conway the Machine, the new Pusha T singles, Big Crit album still in rotation, Earl uh, Earl Sweatshirt albums in rotation, Currency's album is in rotation, and then NECA Love Supreme. So okay. nothing super new well, other than the Pusha T, but just, like, things that have released recently within the last month or so.
0: Yeah. I've been keeping them in rotation. So I've had time to think about this, and I did bring it up to you before the pie. I don't know if you have been thinking of it, but what – is the best hip-hop beat that you've ever heard this is a, a post that i saw and you being super into music i feel like you might be conflicted but do you have one answer of the best hip-hop beat that's ever that you've ever heard
1: no because it's hard to it's hard to pick one beat
0: out of all the beats that i've listened to but all right, do you so have like a top three top five i got i got tops
1: so uh, and and the part that's influence influential too so I would put grinding in there.
0: Okay. Because
1: like, I <laughs> to be on the table. Your
0: favorite uh, phrase, the impact on culture. Yeah, you know. That's that lunchroom. <laughs> grinding. Yeah, you hear that, you know, it's um,
1: Renegade, Jay-Z and Eminem. Okay, that's not mm-hmm. bad. That's mm-hmm. not bad. Mm-hmm. 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 That. Yeah.
0: Um, let Me Ride. Let Me Ride, I don't know what that is. Oh, no, actually,
1: I put nothing but a G thing over okay and then um
0: that Mini man beat was stupid oh yeah that Mini man. man that so yeah dumb. i can't be mad at that i can't that be Mini mad man at B that was so, dumb. so for me oh and last one uh strict ones Sh- okay Mandeep. okay that's that's actually a really good beat um and it's actually gonna lead to something i'll talk about in a second but for me i think it's all of the lights like mm-hmm, that mm-hmm, so one it's the if you listen to my beautiful dark twisted fantasy listening to the the intro where it's like the actual string instruments the violins the bass the cello all that shit into the actual song of all of the lights like all of the lights is just so beautiful to me bro speaking of that i would add definitely add spaceship spaceship okay. i love okay i
1: can listen to the instrumental for spaceship without the lyrics yeah
0: And that's me with all of the lights. Like, I could just listen to that intro on repeat. But all the lights, I feel like if you listen to it, there's so much going on. But it still sounds like it's even though it's so much going on, it's not too much, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. Like, it's still it sounds like mass hysteria, but it still sounds like beautiful art to me.
1: Yeah, because it's so theatrical and cinematic and beautiful and sonically amazing all in the same breath.
0: Another one that I'm a sucker for is uh, Big Pimpin' by (laughs) Jay-Z. And this goes to something that I tweeted the other day. I don't know if you've seen it, but I'm just a sucker for anything that has a flute in it. Yeah, I remember you said I saw that. (laughs) So between that, Future's uh, Mask Off, um, there's a song on Kodak's most recent album where there's like anytime there's a flute in it, I'm a sucker for it. Something else that I'm a sucker for, which you were just talking about, Shook Ones is anything that has like a sample in it. Um and I, I can I can watch sample videos on YouTube, Twitter, whatever it may be, all day, every day. Like if there's a good sample, um, and Shook Ones is one of them. Like there's a Twitter page I follow. I brought it up on the pod before, and a lot of times they end up uh showing how that beat was made. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I follow the same page too. Yeah. So um and then another one Oh, shit. Blood on the Leaves by Kanye. That's a great one. That, is that great one, one is fire. Like, That's because it, one. one, it starts off with that. It's Nina Simone, right? Yeah, Nina Simone's sample. Strange. And then you just have the, the pianos. And then it's just that. Bro, that <laughs> song. Like, when I heard that at the uh, San Pablo tour, bro, I fucking got goosebumps. You, that you shit know what? Was.
1: I like that sample. But I like Mick Jenkins' martyr sample of that song better. Oh, I gotta listen to that. Oh, I know I've heard yeah, that, you know but that. I don't
0: know why I can't.
1: Strange when he's like strange strange
0: what is it? Uh, I'm a listen to I'm it. I'm just after. with my niggas hanging. Oh yeah yeah. Right is the that the... the oh yeah you're yeah, right you same right, you same right, sample. Right. Yeah,
1: I love that. Any Nina Simone sample is at the top of the list. Yeah, any Nina Simone samples, but martyr's probably my favorite one of Blood on the Leaves.
0: Okay. Um, so going into my next topic is who would you say is either your favorite or who you think is the best producer? Kanye Andre. One and two. Okay. I actually didn't think you were gonna or say. Or two, two and one, Dre. one and Dre. two. All right, I mean it, it, sorry it, Kanye. No,
1: Kanye and Kanye Andre because oh yeah, for sure Kanye Andre. That's they make some of my favorite songs. They have some of my favorite songs and I love West Coast music because yeah. of Dre's production.
2: Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. And I love sampled music because of Ye's pretension. So we agree but disagree in the same way. So for me, it is Ye. But Mustard, even though like his sound at this point to a lot of people I feel like is repetitive, mm-hmm. but I like his West Coast sound. So I agree with you on Ye and a West Coast producer. But for me, it's the newer guy, which is Mustard, DJ Mustard. And you like Dre.
1: Oh, for sure, Dre. Like Grew up like, because think about it. Dre is responsible for all his catalog, a lot mm-hmm. of Snoop's catalog, a lot of Eminem's catalog, yeah. 50 and The Game. Yeah. You can pull, and Anderson pot, Yeah. You can pull so many beats, and, and K-Dot. Yeah. You can just pull so many Dre beats that are amazing. And so they, and his beats go with a lot of my favorite artists of their eras. Facts, so Kendrick facts, was my favorite, M was my favorite, 50 was my favorite, just West Coast in general was my favorite compared to East Coast hip hop during the 90s, so... Yeah, man. Doc Dre and Ye, which is I think that those are the only two people that can have a versus for production.
0: I mean, that's not true because Timbaland and Swizz, they're the ones that started the verses And it was a versus between the two of them.
1: Theirs was good, but it wouldn't compare to Kanye's and Dre's in my opinion. And for
0: me, it, Timbaland might be. Don't you dare say it, he think. might He might be up there for me.
1: Better than who? I think think, think Dre's the gold standard. I don't think anyone's better than Dre because he's done it for five decades or four decades now. He's done it for the 80s, 90s, 2000s, the the 10s, and the 20s. Almost 50 years. I'll give him 40,
0: though. I mean, I agree with you. I think Dre is definitely up there, but I don't know. Timbaland, I just feel like he... Yes, Dre, he... When I think Dre, I mainly think hip-hop. I take Pharrell over Timbaland. I I can't be mad at that. I absolutely cannot be mad at that. But for me, I feel like Timbaland, I don't think one specific genre when I think Timbaland. I don't think one specific sound when I think Timbaland. He could do the R&B. He could do the pop. He could do the hip-hop. Um, anything you throw at him, he's going to produce that fire. Dre, I agree. I just, for me... Timberland sound is better then i probably go pharrell then i go dre mm. swizz to me i'm not that big on swizz
1: Nah, swizz got some cuts especially he, oh don't
0: one. i'm not saying he trash at all
1: Nah, he he would see i don't know where where would i put swizz swizz would be neck and neck with Timberland for me just because of rough riders it's like Jada kiss dear back yeah like I like that style of nineties East Coast rap, like that just rough that Rough Riders movement, mm-hmm. and um, I do like uh eighty eight Keys is good too.
0: What's something big that he's produced?
1: Well, he recently just did the Push T song, but okay, his like he
0: goes back a long time, yeah yeah yeah. Man. All right, well, that's all I got from music. You got Oh, no, 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 that's not all I got from music. So I'm a big I'm a big time Joe Budden fan uh artistically and as a podcaster, but I mean Joe at this point has the reputation of ruining everything good that comes his way. Whether that's the group Slaughterhouse, whether that's his podcast with the original pod members, uh, the show on Complex we had with DJ Academics and mm-hmm. Odeska, um State of the Culture. Co- I forget what it was called. State of Culture. Um, but now most recently, uh, Slaughterhouse, Joel Ortiz. So Slaughterhouse consists of Joe Budden, Crooked Eye, or King, King Crooked now, Joel Ortiz, and then Royce the 5'9". And I've always been a fan of that group but I guess Joel Ortiz and Crooked Eye want to put out a project called like the rise and fall of Slaughterhouse and Joe Budden and Royce the five, nine are not having it at all. And last night they were on Instagram live kind of discussing it. Um, but, but how would you feel about that feel? Like if you had a project with a group, you left said group and now the two original, two of the four original members uh, kind of took it on and, and, Profiting off that project, would you be okay with that, or no? Nah, you would you, you have can't.
1: A, you don't use the name. If you, I'll let you profit off of it if I'm profiting too. Yeah. So like, cause it's still the four of us. Yeah. So yeah, no.
0: So if if, I mean Brandon, he hasn't been so much a part of the pod anymore. Hopefully, he can make a comeback one day. But let's say, I also left the pod with Brandon. Um, or you left the pod with Brandon would you not want us still calling it save it for the pod? Because you and Brandon are are no longer a part of it.
1: If I left, if I left now, then y'all can do whatever y'all want to do with it. Yeah. But like, let's say we popping and I leave and then it's like, and 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 the pie breaks up, but then y'all come back and it was like, we about to do, we about to, we about to return, like we about to do a return to save it for the pod." Yeah. Nah, man. <laughs> get, get a new name because we started yeah. together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So if y'all going to come back and rebrand, rebrand with something different, but don't okay. rebrand with how we started. If if we all decide to break up. Yeah. At, at the point, like we would have to disband and there would be no Sip Pod stuff coming out.
0: Yeah. I mean, I. I feel like I don't have a fight in the dog either way. I get both sides of the argument, but yeah, it's just interesting. Hopefully, uh, they can all figure it out. I would like to hear Joe Button on some Slaughterhouse stuff again, um, as well as Royce the Five Nine. But I don't know if I'll just be listening to Joel or and, and Crooked Eye.
2: I but. definitely wouldn't. <laughs>
0: yeah. Uh, who? What podcast you like better, Rory and Miles or Joe Buttons? That's tough. Uh, so I think Rory Amal's is definitely more, so I, I'm a big comedy guy humor. I think theirs is funnier. Um, I think they kind of touch more surface level on certain topics, whereas Joe Budden, of course, like he's a super music geek. I mean, so is uh, Rory Amal, but I feel like they go, Joe Budden's podcast goes a little more in-depth, mm-hmm. but I only care really about Joe button Buttons takes I don't care about ice and uh ish as much. Mm-hmm. um Parks I care about is to uh, care about too. Whereas Rory and malls like I care about them too as well as their uh women uh woman guest. I forget what her name. I'm blanking on her name right now. I don't but really listen to it that much. Anymore. Nah. So it's tough to say. I like them both still the same. But if both came out the same day, I'm probably gonna listen to Rory and Mall first.
1: Got you. My favorite podcast now is The Pivot. uh, They've superseded IAA for me. I am athlete. Yeah. And I just like the chemistry better and the guests that they bring on.
0: Yeah. Sticks to like. Who's (laughs) the favorite guest that they brought on? So far, my favorite probably would have been
1: Ricky Williams' episode was cool. Like, all of the episodes have been fire, but Ricky Williams is memorable. I like Mayweather because I'm a Mayweather fan. Um, uh when they were on the boys with Tyler Lewin. Okay. So that yeah. one was funny. So they just got a bunch, bro. It's just it's all been good.
0: Gotcha, gotcha. Um, last but not least, we'll finish up with sports. I'll touch on this first. It wasn't on my list, but when I was on my way here, apparently Brittany, uh I almost call it Brittany Reiner, Brittany Griner, she got arrested in Russia for having hashish oil in her bag. Mm -hmm. which she could face up to 10 years. But my question is, why out of all the places you'd be right now, why would you be in Russia with all the turmoil that's that's happening right now? So hopefully Brittany uh, Brittany Griner's Gucci, um, hopefully she is not (laughs) getting into any type of legal legal trouble. Um, She's already been in legal trouble before with the domestic violence issue that happened with her ex-girl, ex-fiance, ex-wife, whatever it may be. But, Brittany Griner, it is not looking too sweet for you right now, especially because U.S. And, and Russia are kind of having this beef because of everything that's happening with Russia and Ukraine. But hashish oil, honestly, I don't even know what the fuck that is. I think that's some kind of, like, weed, medical marijuana, who knows. But the thing is uh, they're they're pinning her for intent to distribute this oil. So that's why she's facing up to... 10 years in jail but off of britney griner um some of the other sports topics that we had i saw that chris broussard who, who i can't stand that nigga <laughs> but he tweeted that john ja moran is the most exciting player since vince carter and kobe what's your thoughts on that phil
1: nah because lebron was exciting what the fuck
0: so obviously I'm a, <laughs> like, a Le- I'm a i'm a lebron hater i never really found lebron's game Not to say he's not a good player. Go back and
1: look at early Cleveland highlights. That man was a monster.
0: I've never, even like before I hated him to the level that I hate him, yes, he's a beast. Yes, he's dominant. Yes, he's a great player and all-time great. His game didn't excite me. But I will say, whether LeBron is on that list or not for you, Steph Curry is an exciting-ass motherfucker to watch. Because it's just... it's it's mind blowing. Steph Curry's doing shit we've never seen before. Um, Kobe obviously is my favorite player. This is no secret to anybody. Um, but I wouldn't even say Kobe was like exciting. I guess unless Kobe he wasn't
1: exciting to me until unless like he was after going for 80,
0: yeah. If he was going for eighty one, yes, that's exciting. When Kobe had those high scoring games, that's exciting. But Kobe's overall game, it was fundamentally sound. Like I mean, he was exciting, but, like, I don't think he
1: was as exciting as LeBron to watch because LeBron was a freak athlete. Yeah. Not only was LeBron a freak athlete, he was six eight doing it. Yeah. So, like, fam head was at the top of the rim every game or he's taken off far as hell from, the from like, the, in the open court on breakaway dunks and his chase down those blocks. Was yeah. Wild crazy. So, like, his game was OD exciting. Bouchard be wilding. Yeah. But you either- just be forgetting because we've been spoiled with LeBron's <laughs>
0: greatness for so long. Alright, but if we take out LeBron, if we take out Steph, are there any other exciting players that, that come to memory? D
1: Wade.
0: D Wade in his early
1: years was super exciting. Um Kevin Garnett.
0: I wouldn't say Kevin.
2: No. You don't think Kevin Garnett was Kevin
0: Garnett, I don't think any power forward ever was exciting to watch. Shit, Sean Kemp. have a word. Okay. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cause really? he, Yeah, he a dunker. And I oh, love you KG. Know, you
1: know who was exciting to watch? Who? Nash and Amari Stoudemire.
0: Yeah. I, I agree with not, that. Not, but
1: but just their, their, that pick and roll exactly. in itself was so exciting exactly. to watch because they was always booming on somebody. Yeah. And you can say Lob City was exciting to watch. People forget how exciting Lob City was.
0: Yeah blake yeah okay i could see that like
1: and deandre and just cp just doing dumb lobs yeah
0: t-mac if you're gonna if you're gonna say kobe you gotta include t-mac in yeah. that you gotta include ai i feel you... like a
1: lot of all like it's it's hard to just that's a very blanket statement because yeah. most superstars are exciting to watch
0: yeah especially
1: in like the early years now athletic prime when they can still jump like you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. um yeah, so i th- i sh- I think he would have just been better off saying that this is the most exciting players and stuff. Yeah, exactly.
0: Oh, and then I know you compare Ja to AI. AJ compares him to D Rose, but D Rose definitely exciting as Super fuck to fact. watch.
1: I do compare more to AI though.
0: But Ja Morant, bro, I-, I love this nigga. Like he too. might be my favorite player in the league. Um, watch, seeing what he does, carrying the Grizzlies on his back. I mean the Grizzlies have always kind of been an overall scary team to play against. Like, yeah, they're not gonna you're not gonna pick them to win the championship, but they're also like a team you you gonna say, oh, you don't want to see them in the playoffs or whatever. It may be. Exactly. Um but ja, nigga could jump out the gym, nigga gonna catch lobs, shoot jump shots off that lob. So I, I definitely wanna see uh how this nigga's career plays out. Hopefully, cause a lot of times when we see these athletic players, such as D-Rose, I mean, D-Way can kind of fall into that. You see these athletic-ass niggas, and they end up kind of plateauing early because of injuries, whatever it may be. So not wishing injury upon him. Um, hopefully, hopefully he can stay healthy and have a, a long, successful career. Yeah, Josh's
1: super exciting. He's probably like my favorite player to watch of the newer generation. Yeah. Um, him. I like watching Luca too because his step back is dirty. Yeah, Trey Young's also up there. I, I mean, he Trey
0: jun- Young's not he re- that exciting to me. Really? Nah. He a junior Steph? He, but he's, his game not
1: that exciting because he yeah. be looking for fouls and shit. Yeah.
0: Um, moving on though, we'll switch to football. So your rivals, the Eagles. I don't know if they announced or if... You mean, my, you mean my team? They're not my rivals. All right, sorry. The Cowboys. My my fault. <laughs> my fault. The Cowboys. Amari Cooper. They're um, him. Yeah, they, they probably not going to retain him. They're going to release him, trade him, whatever not it they're Not going to cut him. Just cut him. okay. So he can pretty much sign any. I think sign anywhere in a vet. Okay. Because he going to get paid. I don't want him. Oh, you don't? Nah. Bro, you keep saying how y'all need receivers.
1: I don't want Amari Cooper.
0: Why? That nigga's a beast.
1: He's all right. I don't want him.
0: Bro, you just like to be stubborn. That's I mean, I get it because I'm the same way.
1: I would much rather have uh, – what's the boy from Chicago?
0: Uh, uh, Damn, I'm blanking on his name, but I know who you're talking about.
1: I'd rather have the dude from Chicago or um the buddy from the Chargers. Robinson. Um, yeah, Allen Robinson. Yeah, Allen Robinson. Or a buddy
0: from the Chargers. Uh, Keenan Allen. What uh, no, 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 uh, Mike Williams. Mike Williams, yeah. yeah. Mike Williams. Um, No. Amari Cooper is <laughs> better than literally both of them, bro. He's, I would, I would. He's not better than Allen Robinson. He, he is absolutely better than Allen Robinson. I don't think he's better than Allen Robinson. I'm sure. I think and, he has a better
1: quarterback than Allen Robinson. So it looks a little bit well,
0: better. Yeah, I don't, think, yeah, he, I don't yeah. think he's better
1: than Allen Robinson. But even, I take Allen Robinson. Where was, uh,
0: where was Amari before the Cowboys? Um,
1: Atlanta. No, he wasn't in Atlanta.
0: Damn, what was it's the Amari fuck was the Car- uh, Amari Cooper before the... That's a good question, Amari Cooper. Hold on, I'm what pulling was... it up. See, this is why we need AJ on the wasn't
1: with the, f- Wasn't with the Falcons.
0: Nah, we about to feel dumb this shit, bro. I don't know. Let's see. Amari Cooper. Raiders? Was it the Raiders? It the Raiders? I don't Raiders? think it was the Raiders, bro. He w- <laughs> oh, he was on the Raiders. Yeah, it was the Raiders. Hey, yeah. I'm lit. <laughs> um... <laughs> But, no, he, he's a beast. He's one of the NFL's best. He is a Florida native. He has said that his dream is to always play in Miami. So, who knows? Maybe the Dolphins can come up on a top receiver that can complement uh, the young receiver core that they got right now. So, we'll see. And then, last but not least, we'll finish up with uh, NFL draft. So, we have the combine going on right now. I mean, we could just talk about our two teams. But what you looking for the Eagles to do in the in the NFL draft? Defense. Please draft the linebacker,
1: bro. Can we please get a linebacker with one of our first pick? Hopefully, N'Kobe Dean is still on the board. If he's on the board, please let us get a linebacker. Let us get an edge rusher. Let us get a safety or a corner. And then let us get a receiver in free agency. I don't want us to trade our picks for any quarterbacks. I don't want us to trade. Like, I don't want Russell Wilson. I don't want none of these veteran niggas. Like, just let Jalen Hurts develop and get defense because we got them on a rookie contract and we got hella cap space so let's sign a veteran free agent for our young wide receiving core and let's load up on defense like dudes that's ready to play right now yeah we haven't dropped a linebacker in the first round in like 14 or 20 years so and we got three first round picks
0: usually i'm pretty good at knowing like how the overall draft class looks this year it's not a sexy draft class um as far as like quarterbacks go, I don't really know any linebackers or edge outside of like the top edge rushers like Buddy from mm-hmm. Michigan and so on and so forth. Um, but it is cornerback heavy. It is wide receiver heavy. Um, so I you definitely don't think y'all need
1: another wide receiver. I would much like if we do get a wide receiver, get that ball from USC. I think. Okay. What's his name? You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, I know who you're talking about. Right? If, if we if we were to get a wide receiver, cool, get him. I really personally don't want us to get a wide receiver. Because I, we need a veteran my receiver because we don't have a veteran stud to kind of show Devontae Smith mm-hmm. like the ins and outs. So it'd be nice to have a, a veteran stud receiver that could be either a one or a two, have Devontae Smith your one or two, and then Quez Watkins your three. And we can let Jalen Rieger go because yeah. we don't need that fucker. And then get – we can like I think we got the 15th, 16th, the 19th pick or some shit like that. Yeah. If we can fall just to get a linebacker, bro, please. Like if, if N'Kobe Dean – can fall into our laps, which he's projected to fall yeah. into our laps. We can take him, take an edge rusher, because we need an edge rusher, and a cornerback. Like, I would be cool with uh, – because uh, I don't think Sauce Garden is going to fall that low. I don't think so either. But uh, I think Buddy from Ohio State – like, it's another cornerback it's another at, like, a Cincinnati-type school. Mm-hmm. Like well, since
0: really- he has two corners. Like, Sauce Gardner, he's the number one for sure. Um, but their other corner, I think he – I think both of them, like, set – not records, but, but they it had really some good. like impressive stats. Yeah yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: So, like, if we can get another corner, because we got to lock down and slay for the next couple of years, mm-hmm. um, it'll help us rebuild our secondary. Like, that's what we need to just touch each level of the defense with our first, like, the whole first round needs to be all defense. And then, if you want to get an offensive lineman and wide receivers in the second and third rounds, because we got hella picks, I'm all for it. But please, yeah. in the first round, y'all need, need a left
0: tackle, right? Nah,
1: we got my lotta. Oh, okay. It's we, it's we have my lotta and we given up Brandon Brooks because yeah. we drafted uh Landon Dickerson. Got gotcha, you, got gotcha. you. And Kelsey's kind of on the fence if yeah. he's gonna come back or not, but I think he will for one more season. Yeah, and we got Lane Johnson too, so our line is straight and we can start retooling the line. But please, Howie Roseman, don't trade <laughs> these picks to move up, yeah. to get a quarterback. Nah, we got Jalen Hurts, he's straight,
0: and yeah, I mean. If you, I wouldn't be mad if y'all traded for a quarterback. I know you said you don't want any of these veteran guys, but if y'all got Wilson, I think that'd be great for y'all. I don't, but draft moving up to draft a quarterback, because this quarterback class is butt cheeks. Um, I don't think there's any one clear-cut number one quarterback.
1: Yeah, Wilson's – like, we get Russell Wilson, we're giving up our future, and we and yeah. we, and we need defense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, our defense is – our offense, we just got young again. So, like, we can do what Dallas did. Like, mm-hmm. Dallas used their draft picks to draft all defense, and that shit paid dividends. Yeah. Like now they got a middle linebacker and cornerback they can build the next three to five years with yeah. studs. Like let's go out and get some studs. We got a young wide receiver core. Let's get a young defensive core. Yeah, and then we will have enough money to just trickle in veterans and they'll want to come play for us.
0: Well, I have no idea what the Bucks are going to do. Um, obviously, Tom Brady retired, so now <laughs> I don't know if they're going to trust Tri- Kyle Trask to be the the starter moving forward. Um, nah, y'all gonna get a
1: y'all gonna get somebody else.
0: I mean, I've seen – I hope not. But I've (laughs) seen potentially uh, Russell Wilson, who you just brought up. I've seen maybe Deshaun Watson could be an option. Who knows? Folks might not
1: come back in the league with his favorite troubles.
0: But um, our right guard, our pro bowl right – or no, sorry, left guard, um, he just announced his retirement. Ali Marpet um, did not see that coming. He played like seven years in the league. So now that's definitely another hole that we'll have to fill. I don't know if we uh, re-sign Godwin or not, but I don't know. I- I'm nervous for the Bucks moving forward. But it will be nice to cheer for a shitty Bucks team again um, without having Jameis Winston. Because obviously, for those that don't know, been a-, a lifelong Bucks fan. They drafted Jameis. I stopped cheering for them because I hate that nigga, and I was tired of all the moves the Bucks were making. Then we j- jumped back on ship, no pun intended, once we got uh, Tom Brady. And then obviously, we won that Super Bowl the first year and lost the second year. So. It'll be nice to be on the struggle bus with the rest of y'all boys, with you liking the Eagles, AJ liking the Dolphins, and and football or Manders
1: The struggle bus. we yeah. made the playoffs last year. Bitch. Yeah, There's but y'all, y'all still. We not on the struggle bus. <laughs> don't, do no. We made the playoffs last year, bro. Yeah. we was over five hundred. We ain't on the struggle bus. We straight.
0: Yeah, and then whatever team Luke decides to cheer for that year, whether it's the Giants, the 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 Bengals, Folks, the, the fucking Browns, whoever, but. That's all I got. You got anything else for the pie, Phil?
1: Nah, man. Get y'all some sweets. I've been on a sugar rush recently.
0: <laughs> Get y'all some sweets. Yeah, you trying to have people be sugar babies like you, bro. For real. Um as far as this Discord goes, it's pretty much all done. Um, we will let y'all know once we officially roll it out again this will be an opportunity for y'all to interact with pod members we leaking
1: uh, news on there
0: <laughs> yeah facts we, we leaking <laughs> news on there so interact with the pod members interact with other supporters of the pod suggest pod topics um, discuss any of the topics that we talked about the previous week so Uh, It's pretty much done, like I said, and we will let y'all know when we are doing the official release. Oh, God. It's been another episode of Saving for the Pod, episode number 60. Phil, hit the drop. (laughs) Peace. Ciao.